0: Let's Talk Home Repair is sponsored by Matriarchy Build, who provide tele-DIY services connecting homeowners to vetted pros for one-on-one video consultations. Visit matriarchybuild.com to get guidance on projects as small as a leaky faucet or as big as a home remodel. You can even book a session with Amy themselves. Visit www.matriarchybuild.com.
1: Tele-DIY. Like telehealth? Yeah. Cool. I know. Hi, I'm Amy, General Contractor. And I'm Alicia, Homeowner. And we're talking Home, home repair. repair. All right. Today, we're going to do a uh, project update on the dad Yes, that Amy Works has started. Um, we're also going to do a deep dive on everything in a bathroom remodel. Um, we're going to do it in two parts. The first part, we're going to talk about how to prepare yourself, how to prepare a room, how to prepare for the project, and what to expect throughout the duration of that project. And then on the next episode, we're going to break this up. In the next episode, we're going to do the 130 things, decisions (laughs) you have to make uh, when you're remodeling your bathroom. And then uh, today we have a couple of questions. um, And I think that will be plenty. So let's start on uh, the project update. How's the dadu doing? The dadu is, uh, we are starting to break ground. I believe next
0: week we're going to break ground. So Dadu stands for detached accessory, accessory <laughs> dwelling unit, and that's different from an adu, right? Which is attached, so basement or an attached garage which gets converted into a living space. A dadu is actually a separate building that's outside the house. Cool, and that mm-hmm.
1: has its own infrastructure like plumbing and electricity. Exactly. And all that kind of stuff. Yes. Yes, it does.
0: So um, we're we're getting ready to do one uh, one of these pre-approved. Um,
1: Kind of pre-built, right?
0: No, no, no. It's oh, not just pre-approved. It, yeah, it's the, the pre-approved. They've oh. already gone through the the permitting process um, as uh, the drawings were submitted. The the city approved ten different designs, and uh, the client has chosen one of those designs and that's what we're working from super so you can't change anything about them you can change a little bit you can change like the placement of the inside walls which are not structural okay Uh, you can change the size of the windows however you can't change the size of the rough opening for the window so you can put in a smaller window but you still have to frame it for the same size that it was actually drawn for but you won't notice that's in the Framing, you won't right, you notice won't notice. That. It'll be all covered with okay. siding on one side and, and drywall on the other side. Uh, okay. You'll just find that you've got a header that's a lot wider than your window is. Right, right. So, um, so those are the kind of things that you can change. You can change the the pitch of the roof. Oh, um, uh, this particular one gives us, you know, you can go from a four twelve to a to a nine twelve, I think, or something like that. So you can decide or th- the type of roof, gable roof or a shed roof. Um, so there are a couple of different options that you can have. But structurally, it has to say it has to stay the same. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. Um, so we are the the we do have to get surveys, and there is a subject to field inspection permit that we have to get, okay. which is you know it's just a matter of a week. So or you're so. not so putting this structure
1: on some crazy inappropriate right uh, slope right they or are, location. They, it is
0: still being inspected and permitted, and and you know everybody's got to come out and take a look at it. So we've got those permits are already been pulled. We've got um, everything ready to go, and we are doing a pre-construction inspection. So the city comes out and takes a look. Um, I'm not exactly sure why, but they do. (laughs) (laughs) And so that's supposed to happen here in the next week. Excavation is going to start, so we can um, dig the trenches for the electrical and the plumbing and get those uh, laid out, and then we're going to be starting to pour
1: concrete. Has the client, is it going to be on a separate meter? Like the electric, uh, the electricity in the sewer water. How is that handled, account wise? Is it going to be a different account? Is it? It or, depends or can on you how make, make a choice.
0: You can it? make a choice. You can have two separate meters, or you can have um, two separate panels, mm-hmm. or you can still use the same panel. It's a little little bit dif- more difficult to do it um, with this particular one because the the structure is so far away from that the oh, okay. uh, main house so we're having a, a sub panel but we're not having a, a separate meter um, so you can do separate meter separate panel you can use the same panel if that panel is accessible to both parties oh okay so like it was in a common area like, like the garage both people or both you know families had access to the garage and if something you know right tripped, then you they, turn the right then they would have access to it and it wouldn't be locked and what are they doing yeah. in this case? Separate meter. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not a separate meter. Separate panel. Separate panel. Right. So it's and it, that's going to be in the building off. somewhere. Yes. Okay. Yeah. It's it's I don't know, in there somewhere. And
1: so is that just general electrical work, or is that? Um, do you have to do anything with the city? You know, it, uh, let's say they wanted a second meter, would that be like bringing in utilities from the street again? Yes. Okay. With, yep. the, with those associated expenses. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, you bring it in from the bring it in from the pole, from the transformer, and okay. it would have its own own meter and mast coming from on the building,
1: and then your uh, panel on the um, on the inside. So I assume staying with a single meter and a second panel is far less expensive. Not. Um. You know, I don't know because they have such a long ways to go on this particular
0: project. Yeah. Um. We probably have uh, about a hundred feet. If not more to go oh, wow. between, yeah, it's a pretty big lot between the um, the house, the main house, and then then this structure. So we have to dig a trench, you know, mm-hmm. at least an eighteen to twenty four inch trench to put conduit in, and then we have to tie into the panel or the electrical from the house. Mm-hmm. Whereas if we were just doing it with a, a meter. Um they would just run the wire. There's probably wow. a closer transformer. Oh wow. Um <laughs> <laughs> right? The closer transformer that they could you know come off of and then and then go over. So Interesting. It, it may be about the same, actually. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Don't quote me though. No, I, no, no. <laughs> I'm just I'm just thinking, you know, it's like a whole lot more labor one way than the other. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. Really. So um yeah, we're getting ready for excavation trusses, which was a big thing. Back ordered, they've got to they've got to review the plans, and then they they tell us what the trusses are going to cost and what the production time is. And we were thinking it was going to be months out, um, but actually they surprised us and they said uh, beginning of October they're going to deliver them. And we're like, oh goodness, I think we should get going on this. So I see which it. is great. We're yeah. not going to be in the middle of winter in the rain trying to close this thing in. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's.
1: Will this company actually install the trusses?
0: No, no, no. They just, they just, deliver. they just make them and deliver them. We've got framers that are going to put it all together. Perfect for us. Yeah. So that's a really positive thing. Thinking about the materials, we're starting to be able to get a few more materials, right. More readily available, right? Um, but who knows with this second wave of the variant
1: funness? A, yeah. <laughs> right. So your next uh, pressing thing is get, to get the ex- excavation. Yep. Get the excavation, the concrete.
0: Um, and so will for the this foundation. just be a slab? It will be. Yes.
1: Go cool. and just
0: frame right on no the. No underground parking. No <laughs> underground <laughs> parking too. on this one. No. Uh huh. And how many square feet is uh-uh. it? Uh-uh. I believe this is about 620 square feet. So it's a good size place. Yeah. It is not a tiny house.
1: It's <laughs> like a little WW2 bungalow. Uh, yeah,
0: pretty... one bedroom, one bath. It's got a kitchen and a living room.
1: Nice. Yeah. Super. Mm-hmm. So going all to plan even ahead of schedule.
0: Yes. Yes. So,
1: do you think you're going to have problems getting the excavators in there? No, it's so easy. It's right off the street, flat. It's, oh, my goodness. Well, I mean, just the, uh, just co- uh, contracting with them, securing the contractor. We've already done it. All the contractors so have a, been. you're on their all, schedule. Yep. All lined up, ready to go. Wow. Yeah. So they will come exciting. together
0: quickly. Oh, let's hope so. Yeah, yeah. Keeping my fingers crossed. Super. Yeah. All right. Look first, first big it. one. So, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. All right. So, let's go into our deep dive. All righty then. We are talking bathrooms. Everything bathrooms. So,
0: we have talked in the past about thinking about remodeling and kind of what it takes Um, and let's just do a little bit of review. You need to make sure that your relationship is strong enough to handle it. (laughs) Um, and that is, that is huge, that is very, very huge. Whether you're doing it yourself or you're having a contractor come in and help you do that, you guys got to be on the same page. Otherwise it's just going to get ugly and you're going to find that your bathroom is not done two years later because you just can't make a decision. Mm, mm -hmm. Um, so hopefully you guys know you've got it planned, have a design Um, either use a professional design if you you want, or do the design yourself. I mean, there's a lot of apps that you can use that can, Mm -hmm. that'll do drawings for you. There's a lot of different places that you can go and find selections for um, uh, style, right? Mm -hmm. Do you want, do you want the farmhouse kind of bathroom? Do you want the mid-century modern? Do you want, you know, that kind of stuff? There's a lot of different places that you can go and get ideas for that. Um and uh we'll have the link directly to all of those fixture decisions that you need to make in part two.
1: Right, right. <laughs> so
0: um just having a really good plan to start with is gonna be um a really good beginning road to success for your bathroom remodel. Mm-hmm. Um and, and talking about it and and having the right people in, in um in place. Mm-hmm. Um if you're gonna do it by yourself, great, mm-hmm. good luck uh lots of youtube videos maybe you can find a general contractor that you can throw questions you can always do ask amy at uh, amyworks.com too if you got a bathroom Did remodel <laughs> going on it's like oh we're stuck you give us give us a call give us an email we'll try and try I and like answer it. your question I like for it. you it. sure um so the first part of it is is doing the demo right getting everything taken out um so we're we're assuming that we're doing it down to the studs kind of bathroom um so you're gonna. You're and gonna, why would
1: you need to do? Why would you want to go down to the studs? Why would you need to go down to the studs? In what kind of remodel?
0: In a, a remodel that's got um, well, that's that's been remodeled before and often done by the homeowner. So possibility that it wasn't done very well. Okay. Uh, down to the studs if you've had funky um,
1: solutions.
0: Right. You know? <laughs> it's like why is there a bump out here? Right. right. We just don't know. Or there's a weird soffit or yeah. we know that there, there's discoloration on the uh, on the flooring or you know behind the shower. Right. Um so we know that we need to at least in that area go down to the studs to make sure that we're not covering up or or keeping covered up any damage right. that may be there. So we typically um depending upon the age of the house if the house is if it's got lath and plaster in it and we're having to take any one wall out, which is what we usually do when we're doing the shower enclosure or the tub enclosure, right? We're having right. to take one wall out. Similar to the bathroom that we did for you, Alicia, right? Well, we, we started with that. I was like, oh, it's just got to all come out. Yeah. It yeah. just makes it a lot easier than You're not trying to tie in the lath and plaster with the drywall, which aren't the
1: same thickness, and so it, right. it, it makes it easier. Um, to and it's g- not that much more expensive, no, I mean, it all, it adds up on every little piece, but bathrooms are often not huge.
0: Right. Five by seven, mm-hmm. decent size, you know. And, and mm-hmm. so you're doing a three by five by three for the shower enclosure. So if you, you know, right. you're doing, you know, a third of it anyway.
1: And then it gives you an opportunity to upgrade your electrical Right. You know, add electrical things. You've got a
0: nice finish on the walls as opposed to the patches that could be there and somebody not knowing how to spackle and those kind of things. Different texture. Yeah, exactly. So it makes it nice and clean. Um, So that's always a good thing. And and then we're also able to look at the walls and, and see, you know, what's behind there. Um and if the walls are actually level from mm. from stud to stud to stud, right? Mm-hmm. You take a long four foot or a six foot level and and place up against them and see does that thing rock does the level rock back and forth horizontally? Mm. And if it does, you've got to shim those up so that the walls are nice and in plane with one another. Right, right. Um so How those often are things, do you find that? That they're not? Yeah. Often. Often. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but,
1: so you shim from the the front? Mm-hmm. You just add Little shims to like the front of the stud,
0: right? There, cool. there's drywall shims, and what they are are strips of cardboard that mm-hmm. are they uh, sixteenth inch, eighth inch, but they're strips of strips of cardboard that are three or three or four feet long, mm-hmm. that are the same width as a two by four, two by six, whatever, mm-hmm. and they just you just staple them onto the face of the two by four, and that gives you the shim, and you go and in, it's firm know, so. enough, yeah, being in cardboard, yeah, okay. yeah, it's a yeah. Cool. Just enough space to to get it out there where you need to be,
1: right? Because the 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 difference is going to be small.
0: You hope, yeah. <laughs> it's you just hope. hope, right? That, that this right. is the easy solution. Exactly. Right? We had a bathroom that we did, and it was a little cottage, and you know, one literally, it was about one and a half room cottage. And um, as we're tearing the walls apart in the bathroom, we realized that the walls on the inside were exactly the same as the walls on the outside. And it was just this planking that uh-huh. was held together. And so you took the window and you could shake. We're trying Ooh. to take the window out and the entire wall is shaking back and forth. Just so, cow. yeah, that was a, okay, we got to step back and re reassess what we're doing here. Right. Because there was not any kind of structural. It was, it was it takes- amazing. Turned out great, though.
1: Well, of course we, we it, it did. We got it Turned out great. Of course okay, it did. Okay, so
0: back to bathroom remodel. So we're doing the demo, getting everything down to down to the stud so we can see everything. And the subfloor. And the
1: subfloor. So pulling up whatever you have there, linoleum, right. carpet, now, and old tile.
0: Yes. And so things that you have to think about both when you're doing um, the walls mm-hmm. and when you're doing the flooring. Um, if your house is older than 1978, you need to think about um, – not think about, you should very strongly um, have lead-based paint testing done on it uh, because it's assumed that any house older than 1978 has got lead-based paint in it. And the older you get, the
1: higher the probability is that you do have lead-based paint in there. And you and, want to find that out before you start taking it out because that's what you're trying to avoid, right? Right, not breathing not in that dust, Yes. Yes, okay.
0: you don't want to do that. So, so that's the walls. Sometimes you'll have asbestos in the walls as well.
1: Right. Um, and then with the floor. And can a regular contractor handle that, or do you have to do special demoing? It's supposed to, do to be that? done by, by somebody
0: who's okay. certified to do it, and we are not. We're, we're certified to, um, to actually test it, Okay. Um, but to actually do the abatement. We're not an abatement company. And there are – and it's not really that expensive in contrast to what it's going to take for somebody to demo it, right? Yeah. We may be, I don't know, 80% of what they are as far as cost goes Mm -hmm. to do the demo. So that extra 20% is the – they do a serious cleanup and testing and everything so you know it's all clean and all gone, Mm -hmm.
1: which is great. Keeping yourself. And your family. A lot healthier. Right. Um. Because it, it, it does seem like an annoyance, but it's a big deal. It is a big deal. It yeah. is a big deal.
0: So then there's the flooring um, that you need to think about as well because you've got uh, vinyl floor, older vinyl flooring, um, right. and the mastic or the glue that they used often had asbestos in it. Um, so you need to think about that. That needs to be tested as well. If you have tile floors, um, now older homes would often have the tile that were laid into what they call a mortar bed. So it's a really thick layer of, say, con- it's like concrete, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's that consistency. And, you know, this two-inch mortar bed and then your tile sits on top of that. So it's a significant amount of demo. It's not just going in there and, and just pulling up some boards. Um, so really make sure you dislike your tile. Exactly.
1: Right. <laughs> or, or if you have water issues that you really right. need to discover.
0: Right, because yeah. um, you can lay over top. Of old tile, you can tile on top of old tile mm. um and you can put some vinyl materials over that kind of stuff., um, but you just have to be sure that they're rated to do that. and right. who's ever doing that for you or if you're doing it yourself, you've done the research and know that it can go over top of what you already have there,
1: right?
0: And things to and consider- determine how
1: many layers.
0: That, right, right. Like, we are on a- layer number seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where you it's have like, that, that tripping hazard as right. you go <laughs> into the bathroom or come out of the bathroom. Somebody has to blink to right. get the abatement. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. So, um, so that there's the, the flooring. Um, then there is removing the tub and the toilet, all the fixtures. Now, we would have removed those prior to, the, prior to taking the flooring out. Um, or not, because the bathtub is often uh, put in before the flooring goes down. But um,
1: but as far as taking bathtubs out. And how would you determine um, whether you really need to take the bathtub out? I mean, I think there's even a freshen up probably will go down to the studs. Again, just like you say, um, so everything's nice and, and clean. And you can see stuff. But um, there, you could resurface your tub. You can. You know, yeah. if it's just kind of getting dreary, you especially can- if you've got a nice cast iron one.
0: You can. And some refinishing is better than others. And I would yeah. really do some, some good research on that. Um, I have seen some refinishing where it, it starts to peel off within a year. Even um, professionally done? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, or, you know, something gets dropped in the bath Shampoo. Um, bottle gets dropped in the bathtub and there's a chip. And once that starts, you know, the water so. and everything comes up underneath and it starts to, it starts to come away. Um, and then I have seen others where it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. It, it absolutely is great. So really do your research on that if you're going to do a, a refinishing thing. Um, and, and don't just take the, the, don't low ball it necessarily. Right. The sale, don't take the sales rep word for it. Right. right. You actually do your research and, and look at, um, Reviews and and warranties, right? Uh, if they're if they're going to yeah. warranty it for five years, then they've got a decent product. If they say ninety days and they're out, <laughs> you might want to think about that.
1: <laughs> That's a good indication, <laughs> yes,
0: yeah. yes. Um. So, but if you're having to take your bathtub out, if it's an old cast iron bathtub, mm-hmm. um, about the only way, I mean, you can try and muscle that thing out of there but that thing's going to weigh 400 to 500 pounds, and it is just incredible.
1: Um so you'll cut it up?
0: Lives. No, you take a sledgehammer. Oh. You take a put your drop cloth over it, right? So it's going to keep it from chipping and then you just start swinging. And oh my goodness. It is fun. Well, that's just detaching it, right? <laughs> no, that's busting it up. It you're busts bre- up. you're breaking it into pieces. pieces. Oh, and wow. then, as you break it into pieces, yes, it uh, uh, you know you just carry out piece by piece. We did a bathroom um, and had to take the the cast iron tub out. Actually, it was Lisa that worked on this. Oh, interesting. And uh, she and Susan were pounding on this thing and pounding on it, and they got it out. And then they happened to have to go down into the basement and that wall that was common with the tub was common with the stairwell and they walked down there and they had all of the hammering had knocked all of the plaster off of the walls. So we ended up having to drywall that entire wall. It's like, oh. <laughs> so be good note. Good note. Think about, yeah, yeah you got to well, think, you're think about that on, yeah.
1: on the other side.
0: Yeah, but it is a lot of fun to take one of those out. <laughs> it is, it's a lot of fun. Um, otherwise, you know, you have fiberglass, you've got steel. Um, steel tubs aren't that heavy. Mm-hmm. And they're just awkward, and, yeah. you know, it's like, okay, how did they get this in here? The doorway is smaller than the bathtub itself, so, okay, they used a crane or whatever. Right. So, it's, <laughs> that's a tricky part, because it's just awkward. Yeah. Just awkward. Um, so, sinks are usually pretty easy to take out. The vanity, you know, screwed into the wall, or if it's a pedestal sink, Um Always try and use, um, whenever you're taking any of the plumbing fixtures out, to mm-hmm. try and cap that supply valve right. that's coming out of the wall. Cap it because it could just start to drip. And then before you know it, it's like, oh, it's not dripping that much. And then you, then you realize that you've got a puddle downstairs. So right. uh, just cap those off and make sure that you've got that sealed up really good. Um, I always suggest also when you're doing something like that is to to replace those valves. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if it's an older bathroom, those valves are pretty old. Right. Uh, right. so it's a good time to, good time to re- replace them. You can put those new escutcheons on there so that they're nice and pretty and shiny. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, let's see. Can people take their own toilet out? Sure, why not?
1: It's too, too nuts, right? Um. What about that, that thing that holds it on? That thing? The ring the
0: wax ring? Mm. Yep. So um the easiest way Oh remember we talked about the toilet jack? We did talk oh, about the toilet jack. We didn't buy one though. I know. Was it too
1: expensive? Did I you don't choke? Know, I what? don't
0: know why she didn't do it, but but Shannon did not buy the toilet jack. So Huh. I know. I I just- think
1: some of your uh team now would maybe rethink that. Right. They seem to be kind of work smarter type of exactly. folks. Exactly, yes. And
0: we've got, <laughs> we've got a couple of toilets that we need to put in in, in our new office, so we're getting a toilet jack. <laughs> all, <right. laughs> all right, all right, all um, right. So, yeah, the toilet is easy. It's got the two bolts that, that connect to the flange on the floor. You rock so it back before and Before we forth. start
1: any of this, okay. you turn off the electricity and the water to this room?
0: You can turn off the, the off the
1: shut off the shut valves that are underneath. Oh, just yeah. use the shut off there at the mm-hmm. if they're healthy. And you
0: hope that they work, or they you hope that they shut off. That's why you want the plugs as well, so that you can um, make sure that you've got. If you have a valve that's old and is leaky, you can make sure that. So it's So you'll not pound into floor.
1: walls with electricity on. Yes. Okay. Well, it's it's a bathroom. Well, I know. So the electricity should be relatively simple. You're only probably talking a few lines. Right. Yes. And you wouldn't sawzall all no, no. into A.
0: No, no. No, no. No, no. You're going to Yes, you're going to you're going to turn the turn the water and the and the power off while you're doing that kind of demo, while you're exposing that stuff and then you can turn it back on once you've got everything exposed and know that you're
1: not going to accidentally cut into it or right. Cut out into it.
0: Right. Because I've there's been many instances where <laughs> yes. We've had an instance where we were actually just taking baseboard out of a kitchen and taking really? a piece of baseboard off and then water starts spewing all over the place and had no idea why well when the baseboard was installed when the house was new there was a nail that went into the pex pipe that kept it sealed wow and as we pulled that baseboard off wow there went the water yeah that was a surprise it was in a closet
1: like, oh just some, some some water run random
0: some, random closet yeah that the water ran from from a you know half bath <laughs> to
1: who knows where and oh man yeah but isn't that amazing that that product sucked sealed around it. that nail sealed around that nail yeah, so for, well. for
0: year. i mean i think the house was built like in in the early 2000s oh wow That's and just cool. kept it yeah that stuff is pretty impressive mm-hmm. it That's is it cool. very much so is um Okay, so we've got the toilet out. The wax ring is that nasty thing that sits in there that seals that flange. Just take a – what I do is put on a pair of rubber gloves, putty knife, plastic bag. Scoop it up. Scoop it out. Yeah. And then uh, take a rag or a wad of paper towels and stick it into the flange so that you're not getting sewer Sewer gases that come up, right? Because there's – not That's likely, unpleasant. yeah, not likely that there's going to be a P trap associated with your toilet. So you're going to have, you know, direct sewer gases that are going to be able to come up through there and it doesn't smell very good, right? So, yeah, make sure you
1: good note, cover that over. <laughs> yes, yes. And so, how long do you think that toll demo should take in, we'll say, five by seven, six by eight type of?
0: Five by seven, you got like um you and your partner doing it, or you and your brother or dad or somebody like that, um you know, I would give yourself
1: the weekend, yeah,
0: to do you know don't don't it's, kill yourself,
1: um, And its surprisingly a lot it is it, it's surprising lot when I tried to do my bathroom, which was about that size, if not a little bit smaller, mm-hmm. it was lath and plaster mm-hmm. and uh and that uh. The metal, oh, that wire
0: mesh, the stuff. the wire mesh oh, stuff. Yeah, it wasn't plaster; it
1: was mesh, mesh and mm-hmm. plaster. Um, just real heavy, mm-hmm. and it is uh, just a lot of work, and and just bag after bag after bag. Mm-hmm. I just, uh, it was disappointing because <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get that satisfaction. Oh like, my gosh! Oh, yeah, right. yeah, it's so, hard. And yeah. thinking about your route as you're taking the demo out. Right, you know, because that's just going to inevitably get a little dusty, a little dirty. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. now yeah. we
0: use we use something called RAM board, which is just right. a cardboard. it's about 36 inches wide, and it rolls out, and we put that down on the flooring, glued down or not glued down, excuse me uh, taped. And so that we've got a nice path and we don't have to think about it. Right, right. And you can clean it up or you can, you know, replace it if it gets all torn up and stuff. But um, that's always a good thing to do. And then also put um, like a plastic door. And the kids can draw. Right, exactly. (laughs) Plastic door over the, the opening, the door opening. Right. So that when you're creating all that kind of dust, it's not just
1: going out. And don't minimize, I would, my next note of safety, just, I would not minimize the need for a mask when you're in the dustiest of the throats, oh. especially when you put a, the block over the door. Right. And, it, and if it doesn't have a window, mm-hmm. hopefully it has. But even if it has a window, that's just a lot of small particles. It is. It and is. you're working hard, so you're panting hard. Yep. And yeah.
0: It's it's nasty. Definitely have had many sinus headaches because of that at the end of the day. Right. Um, just breathing this, It's like, oh, I'm fine. It's like, nope. I mean, we are a yeah. world of masks now. So, yeah. so they're, readily av- mask. right, <laughs> they're readily available. So just throw one on and right. you'll feel so much better. Especially when you get the end of the day and you take that thing off and you look at it, it's like, oh my gosh, that could have been in my
1: lungs. And it would be.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just nasty. Nasty. Very cool.
1: Um, so two to three good solid days. Uh, I would say you and get the, some challenging Not, not Killing yourself
0: to to do it. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Should we take the ceiling down?
0: If you want, sometimes it's it's more labor intensive to actually take the ceiling down than it is to overlay it, uh, especially mm-hmm. if it's your top floor and you've got insulation above. Oh, right. So you could have insulation falling down. Um, if the ceiling doesn't look that bad, right, it's, you know, laughing and plaster, but it still looks good it, yeah. and you could just do an easy skim coat on it to make it look really pretty.
1: Mm-hmm. I wouldn't,
0: I wouldn't take it down. Cool. Um, But yeah, otherwise overlay it um, with drywall. You want to use half inch drywall, quarter inches. They don't recommend quarter inch for the ceilings because it will start to sag. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah. Cool. Yeah. So then you got it all demoed. Um, You got your toilet flange stuffed up. You got your water plugs in there. Um, You've turned your electricity back on. You kind of got your bulb that's showing you what you got. Um, then you want to start checking the, we talked about it a little bit, the walls being, you know, in plane with one another mm-hmm. and figuring out what you're going to need to do there and any blocking that you need to put in for grab bars or a toilet paper holder, that's a for good example. Thought. Yeah. Um, so, not,
1: you're, so you're not just limited to where the studs are uh, vertically.
0: Right. Right, you Great. can you can put it in and, and so grab bars are supposed to be installed. Um, I believe it's between thirty four and thirty six inches. So if you just go along the tub enclosure and you put blocking mm. in in mm-hmm. that area, take a picture of it also. Right, and with a tape measure, right, so you know it's like, oh, I know at thirty five inches, I've got this two by six that's sitting there that's got the for blocking. Um, and it's going to make it a lot easier. Um, and then would you, can- you
1: suggest maybe measuring it from the ceiling since the floor will change? That would be a good idea. Sure. Cuz I was just thinking after you get your tub in there or your new tile and you can be off by half an inch. Or- right, right. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, you could be. <laughs> if you're you down could. to subfloor. Right, I mean. right. Yeah. But no, yeah, that's a good idea. That's cool. a good idea. Um so you're going to do that any blocking um and then you're, you know, just clean it up and you're you're ready to start putting it together unless you're switching things around and that's when you're going to get, you know, You're well. You're going to do it, or your plumber is going to do it, or your electrician is going to do it. And so the order of things typically, if you're using a general contractor or using sub trade, then uh, plumbing does goes first. Okay. Electrical goes second, and then um, you'll do drywall Drywall? or whatever your wall coverings are, Um, and then uh, you'll have the plumber come back in to do. Well, do tile if you're doing tile. Mm -hmm. Um. And heated floor, if you're doing heated floor,
1: you know, that's part of the electrician, but then your tile guy. And so then, is floor first, or is uh, surround, or does that order matter?
0: Typically, you put your tub in first, and then you can do... So the
1: f- tub will sit right on the, the subfloor. Floor.
0: Right, right. You typically don't um, put flooring underneath the tub. Um and then, so you can do, you can do either the surround or you can do your floor. Okay. Um, and then once all of your fixtures are in, you get the, well, no, the plumber comes in to do what they call the trim out, mm-hmm. which is putting in your, your, the trim on your faucets and your, uh, drain on your sink and installing the toilet.
1: hmm
0: uh, electrician comes in to do, um, the light fixtures and you doing your fan. Um, and then you get to put in all your fun medicine cabinet and towel bars and that kind
1: of stuff. All that stuff, which we will discuss in part two. Yes. Next week. The decisions. episode 21. The decisions. The 130 decisions. Yes. Fantastic. Before we go, you have a couple of questions.
0: I do. I do. So had somebody ask me, it's like, okay, the house was built in 1913 and it's got wood floors. And so, um there are little bits of material that are coming up like that are in between um in between the boards and how and is then, it how
1: is the hard wood floor constructed
0: like board side by side so it's, it's not a tongue filler. and groove
1: it's a filler material well okay. yeah
0: there's tongue and groove but you're still you can still get spread between the boards you know after i mean the house was built in 1913 right right i mean come on um so you get some of that stuff is coming out like it had been refinished at one time or several times and now that filler is starting to come out and then there's also some places where you've got splinters right it's kind of like yeah ouch yeah um and like well can we can we salvage it can we refinish it or do we need to um do we need to get rid of them Mm-hmm. and it's 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 not a, a right or wrong answer on that somebody needs to actually look at it and sees like how many times has it been refinished right. um if they were um uh, installed with uh, the the face nailing where it actually goes through the face of the board mm-hmm. right you're going to start hitting those nails um and so
1: you know and you'll be wanting your splinters back
0: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Ouch. So I mean, it's it's actually more cost effective. If you're getting to that point where the refinishing is going to expose all those nails, Yeah. then to actually go and reset all of those nails and put those, it, it, it's, it's the same cost as to replace the floor. Believe it or not, we had it priced out at a project that we did. With hardwood. With hardwood. Wow. Yeah. Brand new, beautiful hardwood, put it all in, refinished or finished it and everything would have been or it was what they had priced out to reset all of the nails and redo it. So, wow. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And so. they had the opportunity to look at their subfloor, level right. some weird things out, if they had squeaky parts, all that kind of good mm-hmm.
0: stuff. Yep. It was beautiful. It was absolutely beautiful. Um, okay. So another older home. Mm-hmm. This is question number two. Um, House is built in the 40s. And they just got. Brand new washer and dryer, one of those you know front loaders, Stackable. Um, no, well, yeah. they are, they didn't but stack right. it right, they're, but you know they're side by side, and yeah, it. and um they had when the old washer gave up the ghost, right there was no there was no issue with the drain, um, but they put this new one in, and now it's coming out the pipe. And it's like, well, what's going on? And um, they did a did a snake on it. They really didn't get any kind of um, backup. Right. They didn't. They didn't find any big clogs or anything like that. I was like, what's going on? Well, because the newer machines, they have a higher capacity pump or something or another. They pump more water, mm-hmm. so the standpipe that was associated with the old house is smaller. And so it's not able to take that volume of water that that washing machine is pumping out
1: there. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a major plumbing project. Not, not, I mean, it was, just because of access. Yeah, because right. you have to get to a point that the, the, right. the pipe is bigger. Right,
0: right. And, and unfortunately, the, everything was exposed on this. So it, was, you know, it was a basement that, oh, you know, that the yeah. laundry room really wasn't. Oh, sure. So, so you know, you were able to like follow it to the, the main stack and things like that and, and, and change it out, which was great. But, right. but it was that, like, what's going on?
1: It's it interesting. The I know.
0: So just think
1: about that. Man, those are great. <laughs> if you have any questions, washers, dryers, Mold in your, we were faced with that oh. in our front loading washer. Oh. A lot of that build-up. it's just. It's, do you keep the door open? We do. We have just left it cracked open, and that is not enough. Wide open. Um, and also, you have to be diligent about taking out your, white, your wet clothes. Mm. They can't sit mm-hmm. there for half a day mm-hmm. before getting them into the dryer. <laughs> Nellie. I mean, oh. That's that's Sujan's project, not mine. I, I wash my hands of that. Silliness. <laughs> but if you have any questions or if you have any stories and projects that you're working on, please drop us a line. Ask Amy at AmyWorks.com. Thank you, Amy. Thank you, Alicia. Mm, makes me
0: this podcast is sponsored by Amy Works, a residential remodeling contractor in Seattle. We want to help you realize the dream of your next kitchen, bath, or basement remodel. Check out some of our work on our website, amyworks.com. Give us a call at 206 or send us an email at help at amyworks.com.